Yeah, hello, and welcome to episode 59 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner, and this is my podcast where I chat with some of the funniest people whom are online. This week's friend is a very funny and nice and handsome gentleman who likes to keep it 150 and 1,000% real. You know, of course, I'm talking about Tom at Yucky Tom on Twitter. And we had a blast chatting about our shared history of music with our favorite bands. But most of the show is Tom answering dozens upon dozens of great and fun and weird and dumb questions submitted by our listeners and our non-listeners. So thank you to all the question askers. Now get ready and buckle in for Friends of the Show, episode 59 with Yucky Tom. Checking the levels. Testing the levels. <laughs> levels are levels are good. <laughs> and now we see if this works. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> the old podcast uh you scratching or something getting a bit of scratching on the mic um maybe my wife i was cutting it out or something oh yeah maybe we'll see if it continues or if it clears up hopefully the latter yeah all right well uh listeners this week's friend is what we call handsome in the classical sense and also (laughs) hilarious in the classical sense and i know his taste in music is great i know this because we recently discovered that we have the same seminal album and that's when i knew had to get him on the pod to find out what else we have in common so let's do it it's at yucky tom on twitter and it's old tom welcome tom hey what's up Hey, yeah, let's bring the energy back way down. <laughs> so, yeah, so we got you on the pod, and yeah, that happened, what was it, last week, uh, where we both uh, replied to uh, one of those tweet calls, where it's like, what's what's a what, Desert Island album, or what was the phrasing of the call? I think it was like, <clears throat> what... um what album changed your life forever yeah. or some shit. Right, yeah. Way better than Desert Album. Yeah, changed your life yeah. forever. Uh, and that is the... We picked the same album. Yeah. And it, the album is Saves a Day Through Being Cool. Fucking best album ever. Slaps. Changed my whole world. It changed my world, too. So we both have fun stories about how we got it. I got it from a friend of mine's little brother on who was on our bus. And he burned me a copy, and I'll be forever indebted to uh, Aaron Monroe. <laughs> so thank you. Shout out to Aaron Monroe. Hell yeah. What's up, Aaron? And what did, uh, how did you come upon it? So uh, what did it come out? Like 98, 99, something like that. Um, and I was uh, just starting to play in bands and things like that. And we were, we were like a it was like the forefront of like pop punk when that was getting big or whatever, you know, after Blink-22 had been out for a while. And I didn't listen to that shit. I, I listened to like all that stuff that was popular in 1997, like Corn and Limp Bizkit and all that. And so I walked into Hot Topic, uh, probably looking for a Corn shirt or something, and uh, saw that in like the listening station they have, you know, they used to have like the CDs behind the glass and they, you could like press number one and you could listen to the whole album. That was first on the thing and I had never you know I never 
heard of them before, but they like I looked at the cover and they dressed like me and <laughs> and they looked like me and I was like, oh, maybe this is worth it. And I heard the first like the opening riff to All Star Me and I was like, holy shit, I didn't know there was music like this. And I you know dropped all that bullshit I was listening to and just, just tried <laughs> to discover. You know, these are the old days. This was like before the internet was uh, really on and popping. So like, you know, you couldn't just like Google what artist sounds like this. So you had to like do the legwork, man. Yeah, but we had to do the legwork back in those days. <laughs> you kids yeah. listening, you don't know how good you got it now with your Spotify's and your Apple's <laughs> music. I'm out here on Morpheus taking three days to download a single song. I'm on Kazaa downloading Kazaa. a file that I hope is an MP3. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, dot, yeah, file.mp3.exe. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. one of those. And it's not a dot at all. It's like a weird character that looks like a dot. Oh, good one, hackers. You really got me because <laughs> I wanted to download, yeah, the latest Get Up Kids album. Yeah, yep. So yeah, so I have that's a good story the, about the Get Up Kids too. Hook us up. That's what I want to hear. Like <laughs> this, like we we have the shared common uh, language of the music of that era. I think uh, I think we grew up on the same uh, sort of sounds. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we probably have the same similar uh, you know language of bands that we like. So uh, yeah, hit us with the Get Up Kids tale. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think I oversold it. It's not a good story. It's just that I remember exactly where I was when I got it. I my my dad had taken us to. Uh, Hawaii and I was at a Sam Goody in like Maui or something like that and I had never heard of them either but I saw the artwork for something to write home about and I was like oh okay and I picked that up and now that's still one of my favorite albums of all time too one of the top top five at least slotted in the mix yeah I that guy's voice is something about his voice uh it still sounds like that it's just perfect, yeah. I think I've I've seen them on a on a warp tour stage, and it was like yeah. I wasn't close, but I could hear them, you know, pretty well. And it was like, wow, that sounds just like it's uh, you know some some people translate really well, and that guy yeah. is one of them. Yeah, yeah, he still sounds like that. It's been like what almost twenty years. Man, that's cool. That's great. So you still get out to a lot of shows, I guess. That's what I'm like. Yeah, let's talk about it. You ever go to a warp tour? What shows do you go into? I went to one warp tour because I got to be honest with you, I, I hate. Um, people got it so, yes <laughs> so uh i don't like crowds i don't like being around being touched and all that um so i like sort of i sort of bone myself uh like with all that because i didn't get to see a lot of the um lot, a lot of my like favorite favorites until i was like old which is fine because i wasn't about to be getting in any pits anyway i'm not that i was never that kind of kid i just kind of stood in the back of my arms crossed looking pissed <laughs> um, yeah. but like now like my favorite band of all time is every time i die and i see them constantly now at 34 years old and i can't believe they're still doing it but yeah like i um i didn't see saves a day except they played my college once when i was there um and then i saw them again uh for the 15th anniversary of through being cool where they played all the way through which was awesome amazing yeah um but yeah i don't i, I go to more i probably go to more shows now honestly like I saw. I went to one Warp tour. I hated it. It, it was basically like a toned down version of uh, the Firefest, where they locked all those rich kids in the gulag. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad. Um, is a bad stop. Bad stop on the yeah, tour. I don't know, man. I'm see. I'm from New Jersey, and like bands love playing New Jersey because they get a really big response there, whether they're from here or not. Like, like if you listen to like um, the dude from Newfound Glory talk, he talks about New Jersey. Like, like they're from like Clearwater, Florida, or something like that. But he talks about New Jersey, like. 
it's what made them like that they're famous because they played here in a couple places and blew up here and then like expanded throughout the the country and all that. But it's just like so you get like these big shows. So it was in Asbury Park, and this was before Asbury Park had like come back. Like it's it's a pretty nice place to go now, but man. It, we really shouldn't have been 13, 14 years old waiting for our parents to pick us up in uh, the parking lots there when Warp Tour happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, so that was like early 2000s or so? Yeah, like 99, I think I oh, went. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, 2000 maybe. And like, I remember my one friend, dude. <laughs> like, we were just like sort of like, we had been into punk rock for a little bit then at this point, maybe. Like, so maybe it was like 2001. Maybe I was like 15 or 16. And I had one friend who just, like, didn't know anything, but this guy was, like, really excited to go see Papa Roach and uh, <laughs> play there. <laughs> play so, their like, hit single, <laughs> Last Resort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had to go with him, and I was like, ugh, I have to sit through this shit. Yeah, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure Papa Roach played that right up top. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. They had one or two, right? I don't. I don't yeah, they had. Up. They did have a follow up. Oh, I wish I could think of what it was, but, uh, yeah, shout out yeah. to Papa Roach. Still doing it, probably. Probably. Um, I remember, you know, the only thing I remember, really, is that was the first time I ever saw Dillinger Escape Plan, and they set me on fire, they almost set me on fire, because, like, they were, they were, like, nobody, and they were playing this, like, tiny stage, and this is, like, before the first singer left, so, like, they were, like, hard, like, they were, like, math core type stuff, really, really hard, screaming and shit. And, uh, like, nobody knew who they were. So there was, like, uh, even me, this is the first time I ever heard of him, and there was, like, six people up front there, and he was, like, doing that shit that wrestlers do where they spit the fire out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. So I moved back, like, three rows. I was, and, like, this, that was, like, when their guitarist used to, like, hit himself in the head with the guitar all the time. I, I don't fucking know, man. Man, some was, of those guys get pretty <laughs> crazy. And you're yeah. saying they're playing at a, on a tiny, like, stage with to six people. Blowing fire. I mean, you could have burned up half the audience in one blow. Yeah. It was pretty cool, but it was pretty, it was pretty scary. Too. Yeah, some of the stuff's pretty gnarly. Um, like how, the, how hardcore some of those like before their big bands get on those tiny little stages. You're just yeah. like you just have to like make a name for yourself, however you can. <laughs> Whatever your stage presence is, I guess if it's blowing fire, then maybe it's blowing <laughs> fire. Hell yeah! Damn. So not too fond on the Warp Tour. I went to many a Warp Tour in my day. Um, wasn't in too many mosh pits, but yeah, a couple. Sometimes you got to get in there. And uh, one time, uh, Green Day headlined. Uh, it was like a huge one, and they like uh, were right at the end. And at, that's every- the one I went to. I think that's the same one. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It was. I think it was, so. It was nuts. It was early, right? Like, like early. Like they were big, but it was like after Nimrod, yes. right? But yeah, were- yeah. And yeah. it was like, uh, I was at the back of the, cr- I was like at the, you know, like fringes of the very back of the crowd, like forming for Green Day. And then yeah. first chords ring out and I'm right in the middle. <laughs> I was like in the, <laughs> right in the middle, every single person. And it became like the biggest mosh pit like I've ever been in. It was insane. Oh my God. I remember I, I almost fell on my face because the lead singer at Anti-Flag had to get through the crowd and he like shoved his shit out of me. And I was like, who the, f-? And, and I turned around and saw who it was I was like, oh, all right. Uh, some people get to shove (laughs) some people get to shove if he's wearing a laminate and he's in the crowd he can shove um yeah so have you ever had what's the gnarliest show you went to gnarliest uh or like most uh memorable i can i can tell you but it's it's a sensitive subject these days um uh Okay, you don't hey i don't want to make anyone uncomfortable tom that's that's fine 
one of my favorites was definitely like I I saw. Oh, I know um, where this is going. <laughs> I saw like I said, I saw Saves the Day do the 15th anniversary through being cool, which was incredible, and I saw Coheed play. Cody and Cambria play uh, in Keeping Secrets uh, all the way through, which was great. And what's the full, um, what's the full name of that album? <laughs> in Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth Three, I think. Cool. It's like the second one. It's like their sophomore one. From, my uh, my yeah. wife was uh, the one who showed me Coheed and Cambria first. Uh, I think her roommate had uh, told her about it. I think so. Shout yeah. out to uh, Matt Deer. Shout out to Cat <laughs> for uh, getting uh, getting me into Coheed for a little bit. Yeah, I I still like them. They're still doing it. Yeah, it's a it's it was a lot for me because I was like, what? How? I don't even I understand. It's like a giant of like each album is like its own tome of like craziness oh, with so that, many though. layers where you can just keep going back and back it's like <laughs> reading lord of the rings again and finding new stuff and it is kind of like right that fantasy tip yeah i love shit like that though man that's, that's that shit really makes me smile it is good i mean i do love a good uh band that puts in x all those layers and stuff so when you re-listen you find something new it's like boom it can blow your mind like the song you love have loved for so long you hear something new in there, and you can it can blow your mind. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. happened to me uh, with like some. I thought you were gonna say brand new. <laughs> it's uh, with some brand new songs I've listened to. That is what I was gonna say. Okay, um, here we go. <laughs> I don't know how problematic I, I it is. To, <laughs> I was trying to dance around it um, a little bit with uh, some of my other favorites, but yeah, my absolute favorite show I've ever been to, and it really sucks to say is two years ago now i guess um me and a bunch of friends went to see uh brand new in baltimore and it was right after the latest album came out which i was in love with and i was playing over and over like no skips just all day at work i I work 10 12 hour days and i I would listen to it all day and just like the whole time and i loved it and i loved them and i I would that their set list at that was incredible they played with not a surf who is also pretty awesome Mm, um, that's a popular band. Yeah. Well, you know, get it. Maybe. No, get it. Cause <laughs> yeah. that's, yeah. A, that's a reference. It's a, not a surf <laughs> reference. I think they also did the theme to Buffy the vampire Slayer. Uh, yeah, the theme to the original <laughs> yeah. television series, Buffy the vampire Slayer. I'm pretty sure you remember. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, all my Buffy heads know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have never seen it. And all my Natasur fans. So, amazing brand new show, playing the new, the, the new set plus old songs, right? Like a, yeah. the new tour. And I think, I think maybe a month later, maybe not even, this was like October of whatever year it was, I think maybe a month later, not even, the stuff about Jesse Lacey came out, and we were all like, oh. And he got, you know, obviously canceled for canceled? very good reasons. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's like a unfortunate thing that's happening to people nowadays uh, who do questionable things uh, morally uh, that you get canceled. And I wouldn't call it unfortunate. No, no, not unfortunate. It's unfortunate that <laughs> they did the things right. Like, yeah, they made yeah, that yeah. choice somewhere along the line, and then you know it's going to catch up with you someday. And now it's catching mm-hmm. up with a lot of people really quick. Yeah, and yeah. unfortunately, Jesse Lacey was one of them. You know, one uh, I drove with uh, my cousin and my wife and his friend to Albany, New York, to oh, see shit. Jesse Lacey and Kevin Devine on their solo acoustic tour. They're co-headlining. 
acoustic tour. And oh, that, well. it was such a cool trip and it was amazing. Like great memories of that. And now, yeah, now it's really asterisk. Yeah. Tainted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, that's like just a, it's more bonds. of like a word of warning to people who are listening who might be like, ah, maybe I can get away with it. Just don't, don't, nah, don't do it. Don't try. <laughs> don't do it because everyone's just you can get canceled at a moment's notice yeah. I'm, I'm I mean, if you're shit like that, you be. yeah no exactly that's the right stance to take tom and i think that's why i like you so much you're really hard and fast in your in your uh your conviction and whenever i see you like replying to people uh i'm like oh yeah no tom's tom's definitely in the right here uh <laughs> so it's like no question so i think uh on on that we we align so Thank you for correcting yeah. me when I'm, uh, you know, not fully using the right language. I am trying to improve, you know. Yeah, like yeah. We all should Who be. Yeah, so we all should be nowadays. It's 2019, unless you're listening in the far future. So, Tom, what brought you to Twitter? How long have you been doing the tweets? Um, I've been around since, like, 2011, I think. Mm. Uh, but, like, you know, <laughs> doing, like, you know, I, I wasn't, like, Yucky Tom. I was just like tweeting about sports I liked and shit like that. Oh yeah, and, um, yeah. So tweeting at like the uh, what's your what's your team? Yeah, like who the hell knows? I was probably tweeting about the Yankees and the Liverpool. Yankees. I, I, I've been tweeting Ooh. about Liverpool for years and years. Oh Liverpool. But, uh, yeah, I'm a big Liverpool fan. For the love of Liverpudlian. Uh yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess I'm a Man City supporter. So Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're uh, destined to be enemies then we're enemies but that's okay um and the old it's fine i don't care all that much anymore really you know uh not into the <laughs> yeah not into the premier league as much i i am it's just i don't know you know I, it's hard if there's not a big community or like around where you are right i don't know how big soccer is in the states it's pretty big where i'm at i mean i'm only you know a couple of minutes from new york city so um we get to go to like liverpool bars and stuff and hang out i just I just kind of missed this season. It was like our best season in years, and I kind of sort of just missed it. I, oh. I watched like the Champions League final, and that was it almost. Right, I get it. So yeah, you kind of missed out on a on a good run for the yeah, for yeah. your boys. Yeah. Oh well, it's always next season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess the Yankees boo boo to the Yankees. Yeah, I know, I know. Sorry, they're just <laughs> despised. Everybody but me has the same. Stuff. They're not good. Yeah, you're either a Yankee fan <laughs> or you hate the Yankees. So. Like, I don't hate all the baseball teams, but I definitely hate the Yankees. Yeah. No, that's the one thing. Like, when I was a kid and I was growing up, like, my dad's a massive Yankees fan, massive baseball fan, watches it, you know, he watches every game he can and all that. I I loved them as a kid, but that's one thing I've fallen off on. Man, I can't watch fucking baseball anymore. It's just so boring. It's just so hard to watch anymore. It is boring. Uh, I'm in fantasy baseball leagues, and that sort of – helps a little bit <laughs> to get some interest in it you know like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like not just like jay's games or whatever but uh, if i have a, a guy going it's kind of interesting but even so it is <laughs> incredibly boring to watch it, it's it's tough man I'm a, I'm a grown man with bills you know what i mean like i can't i got time for this shit and even with the they've really tried to speed up the game like in the last couple of years they've added all these new rules and there's like a clock and there's a timer and yeah, it they is, put them on ice skates and shit i remember that. it is they tried that it is still boring so yeah Oh, well, what are you going to do? Oh, well. It's America's <laughs> pastime. Nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, I, 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 I think we have to get into the questions, Tom. I don't know if we have much more time for banter. Uh, we got a whole lot of questions uh, sent in our way, <laughs> so that just kind of proves how uh, nice and popular you are. You're beloved by everyone. Seems like in all of these questions coming in, it's a general vibe of this guy is good. This guy, this guy here, he's got something. So I think we better get into this questions, otherwise we're going to be in a two-episode situation. <laughs> All so right. let's dive right in. So thank you to everyone who has sent in a question to at FOTS Pod. On All right, first question comes to us from recent friend of the show, Llama in a Tux. It's at Llama in a Tux, and it's Kevin, and the Llama asks, How many Walmart greeters have you kissed, and what are you going to do to get that number up? <laughs> uh well first things first yeah, first and foremost uh i'm fancy as shit I, i'll never be caught that in walmart uh, i understand i understand that they're like nice in other parts of the country but man here in the garden state they are awful uh i'm a target head you know <laughs> ride or die um i got the target logo tattooed on my back um i see i'm trying to get sponsored by them every day i i, I add them for my alt uh, target boy 69 um shout out <laughs> shout out to at target boy 69 uh <laughs> um but that doesn't mean i'm discriminating on kissing I- i'll kiss a walmart greeter i'm just not doing it at walmart you got to come out to the parking lot so far so far let's say none of your business followed by um I, you know maybe just be nicer maybe maybe not be such a dick about how I don't like Walmart. You know what I mean? Uh, that would, yeah, that might help, especially that with help me, with, with the Walmart readers specifically. Maybe <laughs> just don't just don't bring that up. Maybe yeah, I just won't bring up that I wouldn't be caught dead there. You know, they'd have to drink, drag my uh, corpse in there. You know, maybe would I the Walmart greeter have to greet your corpse? And if so, how would they greet your corpse being dragged in? They're you know, like... be <laughs> you know they do have to. I would imagine. I've read up. Uh, you know, I won't go there, but I have. I. All the local businesses and like big box stores, I always request uh, their employee handbooks to be mailed to me, so I know exactly how I can behave when I go in there. They just do and that, how, <laughs> and how they can treat me. Yeah, I write to the, I write to all the corporate offices. Uh, I wrote to St- uh, Steve Walmart's uh, cousin Greg Walmart. Yeah, I wrote to him, and I said, you know, I need these employee handbooks. And he was like, Oh, are you interested in employment here? And I wrote back, you know, like, uh, you know, Stephen, I pride myself on being pretty real, but with even with corporate types. So I said, you know, I know I wouldn't be caught dead in your establishment. <laughs> you, Maybe, again, you could have left it out. Yeah, I could have. See, this is where I need to improve. So, you, like you said, we're all working on ourselves. You know, I I'd like it's to communicate. I'd like sense. to not be this way, but I am real. I'm, I keep it 150. So, um, anyway, anyway, long story short, you know, I, I get all these employee handbooks. I, I, you know, I know that if you go in there dead in your casket, they have to greet you, but. They can also, out of uh, this like respect law, if you come out, they can't check your receipt. So like, if your loved ones bring you oh, in, and stuff some shit into your coffin, they can't check that. They, they can only check, check the, the living. It. They can only check the living on the way out. That's right. They can. Yeah, they can check them. They can check the cart. Like oh, you got shit. a cart, and you're wheeling me in the cart. Check the cart. That's fine. This is huge. I don't yeah, know if, if listeners like, know uh, this. Uh, like, I don't know who else has access to these handbooks. Probably not many people. Uh, because people don't know. The people are ignorant. You know, you, you people are ignorant to this. You, you can just write them. Write Greg Walmart right now. PO Box uh, five six nine uh, Eastern Pennsylvania. Boom, guys, get on this letter writing campaign. It seems like it's very <laughs> worth it. It's easy. 
All right. Well, hopefully, a lot of smooching in your future. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much to Kevin for that insightful question. And now the next questions come to us from friend of the show, Todd Poppy Carlos at <laughs> the Todd Williams. And he had to think about these, but he's ready now. He says, let's roll. <laughs> One, if you were a new member of KISS, what would be your character or makeup deal? Uh, first and foremost, shout out to Todd. I always love Todd. Um, I hope none of these answers offend you. <laughs> uh, okay. Who, what, are the, what are the faces now? Do you know? I don't know KISS. Okay, really. uh, I, know, I, know, I know there's the Starman. Starman? That's great. Yeah, he's definitely one of them. And then okay. there's a cat. One of okay. them is a cat. The cat. Is that Peter Chris? Mm, yeah. I don't fucking know. I don't, don't know matter. which anyway. one they are. <laughs> uh, and then Gene Simmons is like Gene Simmons is like a demon, right? Okay. Like, okay. He's like got those spiky. It's almost like an Aboriginal, uh, like a native sort of style. It's like a big spider or something. Right, uh, right, right. And then the other guy has two stars. So he's the double star man. Yeah. So it's like. One guy has just the one star over the eye, Starman, uh, and then the other guy has like two. What's yeah? It's like it's not really stars, I guess. It's silver. He's got like a silver, s- silver. I know what you're talking about. I I, I can picture it. Yes. yes yeah. I silver have a, blaze. I, I <laughs> this description a, um, of Kiss makeup brought to you by Pinterest. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, so I mean, if we're talking demons and stars and cats. You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like the Super Mario uh, universe. So what I would be <laughs> is I would be a mushroom. I would have uh, the mushroom face paint, but I'd be, I'd just be the red one. You know, I'm not greedy. I, I don't need a one up. You know, I don't need to be the green one. I, I can be red. You know, yeah, I can be humble nice. uh, before that's very God humble. and before Mario and Luigi. If there's one thing I know about Kiss, it's the humble. <laughs> They're so humble. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what Love Gun's about. Love Gun's about. Um, <laughs> Just being humble and kneeling before your God, who mine is Mario. I, I subscribe to a lot of religious literature uh, from the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, you're an honorary, you would say you're an honorary member of the Mushroom Kingdom. You'd consider well, yourself. I, I, I don't know if, I, you know, I've been taught, um, he's been teaching me to be humble, so I can't say I'm a member of the community. All I can say is that I stand. That's all I'm allowed to say. <laughs> okay. Well, well, th- you know, this is very informative. I, <laughs> I hope the <laughs> listeners are learning a lot here. And I hope Todd is writing notes. I hope he's taking down notes. Uh, if as, I know as, Todd, he fucking is. Well, you know, uh, if I know Todd, I think he's on a walk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is he like in an old people home or something? Is, no, is no. He, he likes to go on a nice stroll in the evening with a great podcast to listen to to keep him company. Uh, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> So I uh, hope you're listening right now, and I hope it's a lovely evening, Todd. <laughs> as we as too. we get to your next question, uh, number two, what's your most embarrassing dating experience? Hopefully something that involves comically losing your pants. Well, let's say I've never been on a date ever. Um, what? <laughs> not, not once in my life. Yeah, honestly. Um, so... Uh, I really wish I had something funny to say. <laughs> this is a big N.A. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, you know, obviously I've been on dates with, like, girlfriends I've had or whatever. Because um, I've had, you know, 
one to 30 of those, but like, I've never been on a date. Like I've never dated anyone. You know what I mean? I've never like, I've never gone out with a random person. I've never, I've never like met someone for drinks that I didn't know. Right. So all of your relationships, let's say have been friends that uh, have turned into something more. I, I guess you could say like friends of friends, you know? Yeah, a, a friend will betray me and introduce me to a, 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 a devil or a demon, and then yep. we'll date for a little bit. Yeah, maybe we'll get married. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how it goes. Yeah, We're like, are you a succubus? Yeah, eh, whatever. You have uh, to tell me. It's like it's like being a cop. You would think that they would follow the same rules, but they don't. No, there's no rule. I get the uh, succubus. I get the demon uh, handbook. I write to Satan, and he sends okay. me the uh, employee, the demon employee handbook. Uh, every time it gets updated, and yeah, I know that for a fact that they do not have to tell you. That's like part, it's part of the thing. They're about lying. But like, you got to figure right. They don't. They don't. You know, follow Earth's rules at all. They don't even live here. So why should they? I mean, you I know? guess that's right. Change yeah. zone. No, that's right. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with any. of I just like to know the <laughs> rule. What I'm no, dealing, I'm not what I'm, what I'm dealing you, with. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying. You know, you, we got to figure it that way, right? You do have to figure it that way. So, so you never... Okay, what about on non-date situations? Have you ever lost your pants? Let's get to a losing your pants situation, however we can get there. Losing my pants. All right. Uh, I got a shitting my pants story. Do you That's, want that? Yes, we do. Okay. So um, in 2010, and I know it was 2010, <laughs> because it was, dur- it was in July and it was during the Men's World Cup, not... Steven, I'm such a feminist that I call the World Cup, the Women's World Cup, oh, just wow. the World Cup, Damn. and I call the Men's World Cup the Men's World Cup. Oof, I think we so, just need to stop right here. Uh, yeah, I'm writing. I'm writing down a note. <clears throat> Tom is very good. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So you know these boys, these men, are playing this game. You know they're not great at it. They're not like Rapino or O'Hara or New Jersey's own Carly Lloyd. Woo. Um, they're just, they're just, you know, boys playing the game. But anyway, so I'm watching this, you know, and, uh, I'm down the shore, which is what we call going to the beach in New Jersey. Oh, you know? okay. Um, my mother lives down the shore. Uh, what's it called? You know, so I, I, vis- I go, I go with my friend down the shore. Uh, we're at a boardwalk bar. We're watching this game. You know, I think it was probably us versus Brazil or something. Who knows? And, um, we're only down there because my friend's having a birthday party down there and he lives in the town next town over from the, uh, cursed seaside, New Jersey, uh, (laughs) of, uh, Jersey shore fame. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, how far are we in proximity to Snooki and the gang? Are they still around there? there. We're right. This story takes place about 25 minutes drive from there. Cause the story, the story at the bar, we're in seaside. We're at the cursed seaside location. Okay. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, so they weren't there, though. You know, that was years before that. But anyway, so we go to a party. We're playing beer pong. I'm kicking ass because I'm just a top athlete in my class in everything <laughs> I try. Now I had some uh, I had some shrimp at the raw bar at, at the, uh, you know, at the, at the bar in Seaside. It must not have been great. I don't know. I wasn't doing great. Tummy hurting. Feeling a little sick. Long story short. I take a shot to win the game. I shit my pants. <laughs> no. I would love to see that <laughs> recreated and specifically that shot in slow motion where you <laughs> realize it's the winning shot but also realize that you're in an inextricable situation. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, sorry to all my reply girls. Sorry to everyone who <laughs> thought I was hot on Twitter. Uh, I, 
you know, bad boy shit. Just their focus. Fans, what they do. No, just focus on the game winning shot. My man yeah, is a game winning athlete. Uh, he's just, a, just an athlete at the top of his class who has to take Nexium every day. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the guy you want on your side uh, yeah, yeah. who so, just stands half an extra foot away, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm wearing, I'm wearing camo shorts because it was the style at the time. So I look, I look back and you know, I check my calves, I check my thighs, see if there's shit on it. You know, I, I got nothing, so I'm good. So I walk upstairs. You know, I walk inside. I, I say, uh, please hold a moment, and I, I walk inside and i walk upstairs and this is my friend brian's house and his brother's there uh it's a real nice house it's a nice community um called bayville kind of hickey but it's you know they got big houses there you know it's it's jerk off you know he, he tells me hey you can't go upstairs i said uh i'm brian's boy tom and he was like i don't care who you are you're not going upstairs I said okay so i go into the downstairs bathroom you know <laughs> I checked my situation. It's not bad. It's really not bad. It was just kind of like, you know. So I'm like, but you know what? It's bad enough. So now I hate this man. You know, this man who told me I cannot go upstairs. <laughs> no one ta- – No one. here's the thing. Nobody tells me what to do, Uh-oh. Steven. Okay. So, so I take him off, you know, the underwear. I leave him there under the sink. I, uh, <laughs> I put the camo shorts back on. I come back out to win another three games. Oh. We take off. Nice. Nowadays, <laughs> you walk in there, he's like, oh, my God, of course. And please use my mom's towels. They're the best towels. I do appreciate your uh, your impression of the New Jersey jerk-off. <laughs> <laughs> I really love that accent. I love doing it so much. Uh, if people have listened to other episodes, they might have heard me like ask questions in that voice or whatever. And uh, mine is like really over the top, and yours is sort of like understated. Like It's sort of like... Yeah, I can hear a little bit, but it's just sort of like you keep it uh, a little bit more low key. I'm not sure what the <laughs> the different like dialects of the region are, but I've been told like I do more of like a New Yorky Manhattan. But I just think it's yeah. New Jersey. <laughs> well, like it's funny, man. Becoming friends with like you know people from all over, like on Twitter and stuff. Um, like having friends in like New Mexico or like um, you know Washington State. Anywhere, you know, even Canada, like even with, um, you know, you or Cataclysm or any of those people, like we're talking, like, Ke- <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin thinks my accent is fucking hilarious. He, he, he makes fun of me every day because I know, I know what I sound like. You know what I mean? Like, and like I didn't realize what I sound like till I started having friends from other places. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I know I kind of sound like a goofball now. But yeah, I think it's a little more understated than the actual. You know, the character. Yeah, the big Jersey Shore shit. The big character, that the Jersey, Jersey Shore. I always think of Sopranos, but I guess it's not really. <laughs> not even. Yeah, uh, that, that too, I guess, yeah. Because they. That's like about where I'm at. Italian. Right yeah, no, I think that's you're. That's about where I live. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, that's. You're in the hood? Sort of, yeah. <laughs> Pretty neat. Maybe you can see the ducks. <laughs> yeah, we got those. You got the ducks. All right, well, we better get to Todd's third question. <laughs> and it is. How do you manage to walk the line between nice guy and bad boy? And, <laughs> and why? And why? <laughs> that's my favorite part of it. Well, let me let me answer why first because that's that's the easier part. Why is because you know I just I pride myself on keeping it 150, Stephen. I no phony shit. You know I hate phonies. I hate I hate you know bogus bullshit. Like even on Twitter, like when when you catch someone out here doing you know some shit, you you can tell is super phony for cloud or whatever you know and you just want to like at them with like <laughs> hey <laughs> be real about it at least you know like 
Anyway, I don't know. No, I think I, that's a I, great. I think that's a perfect answer. I understand what you're saying, and uh, yeah, I, I, I understand the urge that people have to like you know maybe put their best face forward or try and like skew how they're portrayed online and not be 100% real or you know it's like a lot of people maybe more than uh yeah. not and it's really refreshing to hear you put the emphasis on being real uh, yeah like I, I don't mind that so much i i get like trying to make your life seem pretty cool if it's not or whatever but like that's fine but like I, i'm talking about like phony interaction and stuff being being like being like a cornball for no reason trying to like you know get in on like posts you know are going to go viral and stuff like that you know just talk to your friends just be friends just be friends with people man just be be real Mm. so you're you're talking about people maybe play quote in quotes playing a game (laughs) on twitter just just to try and uh to maybe get themselves ahead right as we're saying yeah i mean you know we all do it we all did it but yeah yeah for sure to different uh levels and extents but it's good to remember to be real because it is better (laughs) than the other thing yeah, and it's funny. Like I, I, I don't think anyone will call me a nice guy. <laughs> I called uh, you a nice guy right up top. What the hell? Do you, you think so? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I do think you're very nice, um, but also such a bad boy. <laughs> like, and I don't think it's really a bad boy as much as sort of like being real. And people maybe think that that could be like a bad boy. I don't know. Do you think that's what it is? <laughs> I, I guess so. I, th- I think it's realness. You because know? you're not afraid I, I, to, like, you're not afraid to go and mix it up and reply to someone <laughs> who is being phony <laughs> or doing something that sort of like should be called out, maybe. Yeah, in, in I mean, brain. I've been blocked over it. You know, I, I, Joel Osteen had to block me. You know what I mean? So Joel it's like... Osteen, <laughs> that big toothed church guy. Yeah, yeah. He blocked you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is good. That is really yeah, good. Yeah, I think the simple answer is realness, man. Just just be real. Just be friends with who you're friends with. Just like who you like. Don't and, fuck and with who don't, you don't want to fuck yeah, with. You know don't I mean? like who you don't like, I guess, right? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Well, good point. And thank you to Todd for those great questions. And now we get to the next question. And it is from Heavenly Angel, Taffy B, friend of the show, at Sing with Taffy on Twitter. And her so, question is... So cool. Yeah, one of the coolest. And everyone, if you're listening right now, you can go check out her whole episode. It was the first episode of season two. And it was great. It was such a delight to talk to her. And her question for you, Tom, is... Dear Tom, please answer my very important questions. How many soda flavors can you mix in one mug? And how many soda flavors should you mix in one mug? <laughs> Uh, well, you know, first and foremost, how many soda flavors are there? Whoa, you can, stick them, you can just stick them all in there. You know what I mean? How many are there? There's got to be a million. I mean, this is the only, you know, if the U.S. was the only country in the world, there would already be, what, 10,000, maybe? 10,000. Um, <laughs> so then you got other countries like, you know, yours, where I'm sure you got some weird ones. I'm sure you guys like, you know, you probably have pancake soda, shit like that, right? Uh, yeah, we got different sodas, <laughs> but we call them pop. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah, some of America calls it that. Yeah, I don't know how we fell into that jurisdiction, but uh, I mean, I don't know. You're basically like, to- uh, like, like an extension of Minnesota, and they call it that there, right? Yeah, but also we go all the way across <laughs> to <laughs> to the other side too. Yeah, so, that's true. You like, do that. In Vancouver, do they call it something else? Like what they call it in Seattle? I don't. I don't know. I don't 
I don't know what they call it anywhere. I'm flying into Seattle on Thursday. I can ask somebody. Please ask every person you see in Seattle <laughs> <laughs> what they uh, what they do with the pop situation. <laughs> so how many should you? I mean, well, this might be the toughest question I've seen on the <laughs> internet. Because I'll tell you what. What did I used to do when I was a kid? I, I had a very specific recipe when I was a kid. Uh, when you go to, like, the buffet, you know? Like, the Chinese buffet. Mm-hmm. And you can just, like, do the soda shit. Um, uh, the swamp water. Yeah, I do it. them all, man. Yeah, I, that's I the do, swamp like, water. Yeah, and it always it was always good. You ever do it? It's it's never not good. Yeah, I mean it's all high fructose corn syrup. Well, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. tinged one way or the other with uh, flavor. Yeah, well, you do them all except the diets because the diets you get all that. Oh uh, yeah, you don't want that diet. Yeah, shit. you'll you'll definitely taste that. Yeah. So like yeah. So let's say let's say if the question is how many should you do? Hey, you gotta look inside your heart. You gotta look inside your soul. And you got to live your own truth. If you think you can stomach going down to the supermarket and getting an Inca Cola, a Malta Cola, you know, those Goya, the, 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 um, the, go down the ethnic aisle, get all those. Go down the regular aisle, get all the American ones or the Canadian pops or whatever. Stick them all in there. Put them all in a blender if that's what your soul is telling you. What to <laughs> in do. a blender? That's going to ruin uh, the carbonation. All right, well, don't put it in a blender. Just mix them up, I guess. Yeah, just in a mug. It's important that it is in a mug. A mug, really? Okay. It's part of the question. Yeah. You got to look inside yourself, Taffy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Whatever the answer is, it will be there in your heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or four. Yeah, let's say four. It could be four. All right. (laughs) Uh, All right. Now we get to the next question, and it, of course, comes to us from... A good question asker at Joel Crass. And it's Joel Crass. And here is my question for Tom. Who is the best? House feminist. House underscore feminist. We're talking about Morgan, and we'll get to her later. What a tease. <laughs> <laughs> and we keep this question train a rolling with a question from... Maybe the second best? I don't know. Tied for best? One of the best for sure. I'm talking about Dave Cactus. I'm talking about at Dave underscore Cactus. And if you haven't heard his episode, you probably want to do that. It is great. And he is a lovely. And his question for Tom is, what is your favorite tweet reenactment that involves me being removed from Costco? <laughs> always, you ever see that? Never always seen. very specific questions from yeah, our have friend. Have you ever Dave. seen his reenactment of that tweet? I don't think so. I think we need to I'll, link it into the show notes. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you after this. Send He's it to so, me. He, he did like a um, for charity. They they always do him and uh, the obscure gents always do that like um, that walk for charity or whatever. Yes. So like then they give out the the prizes or whatever. Like one time I made candles for them. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah, I like making candles. Anyway. You're a candlesman? <laughs> I think we should pause on this for a second. Are you talking about beeswax candles? You do the thing where you roll it or what? No, just just like um soy soy candles. Like um, you know, you dip yeah, you make you heat it all up and you make it uh you put some scents in there, put some essential oils in there and you you know. You make your own like Tom scent? I, I did for a while, yeah. I haven't done it in a long time. That's cool as uh, hell. Yeah. What did it smell like? What were your go to uh things you put in? I like a lavender one. That was good. Um, like a cucumber melon one. That was oh, yeah. my, probably my favorite. Mm. Had a, a peaches and cream one that was like vanilla and peach. That uh, that was my favorite. That was a good That's one. That's fancy. Yeah, and they're all named after like rap songs or rap lyrics or R&B <laughs> lyrics. Nice. 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, Dave did a reenactment of one of my A-girl tweets about uh, going to Costco. And he did it in a Costco, and I think it got him ejected. <laughs> well, uh, I got to see this. And so, yeah, send me the link, and I'll put it in the show notes. Everyone can pause the podcast. You go to the show notes, www.stevenwskater.com, and then you click on this video and you watch it right now. And we'll all have It's a pretty good. Laugh. It's really good. Oh, great stuff. So it's that one? Yeah. Yeah. That's your that's your favorite. <laughs> gotta that, be, gotta that, be that one. It's gotta be that one's your favorite tweet reenactment of him being forcefully removed from the premises of a Costco. Yeah, he is a very good tweet reenactor. He's probably the best. Probably the best. Yeah, you got to go watch his reenactments if you can find them. There should yeah. be a, some sort of a thread of those, Dave. If you're listening, be. thread yeah, it. Fuck. <laughs> um, and you know it works even better when you give them great content. And like you know my tweets are you know top notch. So like. He, you know, he found one, he found a really good one, you know, best of the best. It's hard. It's hard to pick with mine because they're all so good. It is hard. uh, Um, It's just like when he had that sign, he used to put tweets on a sign at his place of business. And that was so great. Such a great boost for the community. Uh, And you're right. He does find really good content. So, yeah, I wish I could have one. So look for my tweet on the sign uh, (laughs) by him, uh, wherever tweets are found. (laughs) (laughs) So we got to say shout out to Dave. He is the best. Give him a follow and send him a note that says he's really good after you watch the video (laughs) because he is really good. Shout out, Dave. We love you. The next question comes to us. Oh, here we go. It's going to be a deep one. And it Uh is from Def at... EFF underscore, yeah, underscore, Steph. If you could only read one book for the rest of your life, which one would you pick and why? First of all, shout out to Steph, who is one of my best friends on here. Great question. And you would think I would go with a classic, being uh, as as intelligent and and well-read as I am. You would think I would go with a classic, maybe, uh, you know, some Mary Shelley shit or some George Orwell. Honestly... I have to go with uh, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close by Jonathan Safran Foer. Oh, wow. It is a beautiful, it's the most beautiful book I've ever read in my life. I, I hate to uh, be, you know, uh, corny. We're switching from, <laughs> we're switching from, this is it. This is what Todd was talking about. Switching gently from <laughs> bad boy mode to nice guy <laughs> mode and still keeping it 150% real. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, after I read this, I went back, I tried to read like, his other stuff, and I, it's just, it's good. He he's, seems like a really great guy. Uh, his nonfiction shit is really good, but nothing I've ever read compares how beautiful I think this book is. And it's like, I've only read it the one time, too. Like, I, I really should read it again. I think I read it in 2005 or six when it came out. And I just, like, it's just one of those books that, like, you're, like, sort of, you, sh- you sort of shouldn't read it in public because, like, you're crying half the time you're yeah, reading it. Yeah, I was going to ask if there was any tears Oh my God, almost the whole thing. Almost the whole thing. Wow. Like it's, it's, and like, I, <laughs> I, I was really young. like in 2005, I was now really young, but I, I was like, I guess I was uh, 20, 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, uh, I worked at a supermarket and I would read it on my break and I would just sit there crying to myself <laughs> reading it while all my coworkers were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> just in the fridge behind all the milk. Just yeah. Gently yeah. sobbing. <laughs> um, but honestly, just like. Literally, I, I could read it a hundred times. I, I would, I would read it. Like I said, I've only read it once, and I'm fucking up. I, I need to read it again. I need to get an audiobook. It, it, everyone should read it. If you if you never read it, you need to read it. It's called Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. And there's a movie 
Uh, I think Sandra Bullock's in it, and I watched it once, but eh, it was okay. Yeah. But the book is... <clears throat> That's what I've heard. The general consensus is that the movie failed to capture the... It's Yeah, it's the nothing. The, 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 whole, the whole thing about Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close is, is just that, like, he's, you know... Um, you should mention briefly what the, the subject matter is for the listeners yeah. who might not have heard uh, of it. So it's a, it's a young, like I said, I read it forever ago, so I don't remember names or anything, but like, so it's a, it's a young boy who like finds a key or something in his grandpa's old shit and decides he's going on a mission. He lives in New York city. He decides he's going on a mission to find out what the key is to or whatever. He goes back over his like, uh, grandpa's old journals and stuff. And his grandpa survived the uh, bombing of Dresden in world war two. And you know, it, and it, it, Saffron Fowler's, um, uh, Jewish and it's so like World War Two, you know, is is big to him. Like, um, you know, obviously, and um, like I, I believe his own grandparents, you know, either survived it or didn't. I, I don't remember that part, but anyway, it, that's basically what it is. So it goes back and forth between the kid and reading these letters from his grandpa and explaining, you know, why because the grandpa kind of like goes missing or like takes a vow of silence or something and just like. Can't, can't speak to the grandma anymore or something. And, like, you know, they, they, he's got, like, letters about the old, you know, the, the bombing of Dresden. And it's just like, oh, my God, it's 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 so wild, man. It, it's just so heart-wrenching, the whole book. And it's so good. And it's so well-written. And every page is good. Well, there you go, Steph. <laughs> Check it out if you haven't. Uh, and listeners, let us know. Part of the Friend of the Show book club now. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. I'm going to check it out. And uh, you should too. And thank you again to Steph for that lovely, insightful, great, deep question. And the next question comes to us from Phil P. at Advice from Phil. And the question is, where do you stand on beans on toast? This guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to interrupt me while I was asking. <laughs> He knows exactly where I stand on beans on toast. I, I've addressed this already with him. <laughs> I've, I, it, what do they call that? A full English or something? Um, mm, no. It's some kind of breakfast there or something. Okay, right? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Part of the part of the full English, probably. Okay, all right. So I told him. I said I had a bad experience with a British person. We discussed it earlier in the show. It's time to move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, keeping it real. Beans on toast. And a quick Google will reveal that it is also a British singer. And yeah, it's like a British like meal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's transition. He's currently transitioning. This man currently transitioning to a beans on toast stand account, which I respect. I, <laughs> you know, you gotta have a brand. You know, I love that for him. I don't really know him. Is I, he I American? Really Is he from England or? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't. I don't know this man. I just know that he's doing that, and it, it began shortly before I followed him. Okay. And you know, I, you gotta respect the conviction, but. Like I said, I, we've already addressed this. We've, go, we've gone over this. So. We've gone over it. It's a no on beans on toast. But no, Phil, he stands bean on to- beans on toast. And I respect that, and I like that about him. you got to respect that from Phil. So, yeah, it's a no, but Phil, you do you, and keep it real as always. <laughs> Thank you for your question. And, of course, the next question comes to us from the lovely Asia. And I'm talking about at Asia DNYC. Coming to us from the Big Apple, the New York City. And uh, Asia has a nice question, and she asks, How many whiskey shots would it take to turn you into a real-life version of your A-girl tweets? (laughs) Uh, 
first of all, shout out to Asia. Um, she was one of my first friends on Twitter uh, years ago. Really? We friends, An yeah, OG yeah, we friend. Um, yeah, she's very, very cool. Uh, I, I do enjoy a good uh, Asia tweet. Uh, and yeah. she does a good snap, too, which is a very cute pup. Very cute dog. Yes. Yes. Underrated. She she should have. Oh yeah, many, definitely many underrated. She recently had a huge tweet blow up, and I'm like, here we go. Now it's gonna start rolling for old Asia. So yeah, watch for her coming soon. Yeah. She got nothing but nice things to say about you too. Oh, what a sweetheart! Thank you very much, Asia. You're you're <laughs> lovely. <laughs> um, so you're trying to dodge this question? <laughs> oh no, I would never. I, yeah. Stephen, what have we been over? Okay, so let's give some background so everyone is uh, caught up for the answer. Your a girl tweets. What is she talking about? So, um, I guess you could call it like a series or something where, um, it's not a thread or anything. It's just something I do whenever I feel like it. I just write, uh, in a big run on sentence where every third or fourth word is a uh, girl. <laughs> so that's, that's one of the ones that, that, uh, Dave, uh, reenacted was like a girl. <laughs> do you need any, <laughs> do you need 10 pounds of anything from Costco or something like that? Oh, wow. And, yeah, that's what he did, and that's that's why it's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's a real everything coming together here. Yeah, yeah, because he does the voice pretty good. <laughs> of what I would imagine the dude would sound like, because I would I just picture it so monotone in such a run on sentence that like hey girl. Oh, I get it. Yeah, mine was too high energy. Yeah, no, I I think it's more of like a fuckboy type thing where it's just like uh, hey girl, we doing later right. type thing. Like, like I don't care. I, yeah, hey, my favorite superhero is Wonder Woman. Notice I didn't say that my favorite female superhero is Wonder Woman. I'm just different, girl. You know, like yeah, that is good. <laughs> yeah, so that that's basically yeah, that's the background. I mean, I just do that every now and then. So then, so now we have to ask the question: Is how many whiskey shots would it take to turn you into a real life version of that guy? Oh, it's, I, I feel like maybe zero, just because um, I talk like that somewhere deep down. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I'll, you know, I'm not just throwing it around, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll be talking. Yeah, I mean, you can't um, you can't come up with a, a, an A-girl tweet unless you live in that A-girl life a little. Right, yeah, right, right. You gotta let, you know, you gotta let, uh, you know, Mr. Hyde come out at Dr. Jekyll every now and then. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking about. That's the bad <laughs> boy versus the nice guy, but they yeah. both obviously keep it 150. <laughs> but, like, honestly... Uh, Probably like yeah, probably like five or six, I guess. Five or six. Like, yeah, because I, like I said, I'm not just tossing around, but like you know, you could probably ask Morgan. I'll probably text her five or, a after, five or <laughs> after five or six. After five or six. Hey, girl, what are you doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we should uh, we should follow up. What type of whiskeys are you drinking? What are you into? What are your brands? Do you ever splurge on those fancy ones? do uh i do that a lot and like <laughs> do you ever try Craigenmore? do you ever try a talisker i no, i've never tried either oh you gotta get some space side malts in you yeah yeah apparently i i have been big when i first started drinking whiskey like heavy like years ago uh when i first like uh got rich like i would spend like a hundred dollars 120 dollars 150 dollars on like 18 year old scotches and shit yeah, like that but like, that's what i'm talking about barrel <laughs> but aged. honestly i i don't honestly i don't like them that much i i uh mm. i i transitioned recently to bourbons and i've been liking i've been liking a lot of bourbons a little and, sweeter right yeah and like i i don't drink them right like i'm not I, i'm no one's i should be no one's example for like <laughs> being a good whiskey drinker because like 
bourbon, I guess you're supposed to drink straight or whatever. I, I put ice in it. Like I'll drink. Oh yeah, that's the same. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm talking about scotches. What I was talking about was scotch whiskey. But yeah, you you got to drink those straight uh, if you're like a purist, right? Yeah. Otherwise, well, you're I watering just, it down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like. I don't know, man. I feel like the older they are, the like the spicier they are. I, I hate to sound like the white person I am, but like, you know. Some of these 18-year-olds, 15-year-olds are like, oof, oh, my God. Tom, what you got to do is you add a splash of water. It's like a little mm. dropper-sized amount of water. Okay. And what it does is like it releases the flavors and it cuts that edge just enough. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's my uh, uh, tip to Damn. you. Dog. And to any whiskey listeners out there. A lot of people are, are into those like big ice balls. And that's sort of the same thing where it releases a little bit of water into the, right, to the right, alcohol, right. but without like totally like watering it down. My favorite of all time, though, like just to drink, like what I'm drinking right now. I gotta be honest with you, man. I, I told you earlier, uh, off air, that I was going to get water, and that wasn't the truth, the whole truth, and <laughs> nothing but the truth. That. Yeah, it was. I I didn't lie. I mm. got a mason jar of water, but I also got a rocks glass of Tullamore Dew. My favorite. Hell yeah, Tullamore Dew. That's one of my favorites too. Uh, and back when I drank. Um, scotches and whiskeys uh, that was great sort of, price point it's yeah it's like an entry-level price point it's uh it's not cheap and it's really good and it's i think it's better than jmb i think it's better than jameson even uh i'll take oh, it yeah i'll take it I over those about that every day. <laughs> <laughs> i'll take it i'll take it over those any day uh yeah yes. tell them more do irish whiskey the irish do something right they do something that whoever whatever the other people are doing uh, aren't doing so whatever it is how they can make make that price point happen uh and it's really smooth um so yeah this episode brought to you by tullamore dew i was Check gonna say out. sponsor me bitch yes like, <laughs> mr dew, dew if you're listening yeah uh what's his name I, what's his name robert more robert dew I think. <laughs> yeah, Gr- Greg Dew's uh, cousin. Greg Dew's cousin. <laughs> yeah, Robert Dew. <laughs> we'll just write him um, a letter and we'll get him. We got our sponsor. Yeah, I got a bottle from my. Be- I, I dog sat uh, over the weekend for my best friend. My best friends in the world. They're a married couple, and their payment to me was a, a bottle of Tullamore Dew. Hey, that and, works. Hell yeah! And uh, so I've been drinking it all weekend. Oh, and uh, yeah. I had to had to have some to celebrate this occasion of being on the famous Friends of the Show podcast. Official Friends of the Show <laughs> brought to you by Telemore Dew and Telemore dog, and dog sitting. Yeah, <laughs> All right, so thank you so much. Let's wind it back to Asia at Asia D N Y C. You got to follow her for great, hilarious tweets, great looking selfies, and all the rest. So uh, thanks, Asia. Great broad. Very nice. And the next question comes to us from Michael Armstrong at the (laughs) underscore big underscore drink. And his question is, top five gangs of all time. Yeah. (laughs) I think think this might be his question because uh, we're we're buddies. And um, (laughs) I like when I'm speaking to a group of people, I will address them as gang like okay. like freddy like freddy from scooby-doo got yeah fred i don't know i never seen it but uh if i got five i tried to look this up too because i wanted to name a bunch of the wacky um depression era gangs yeah because because a lot of them had like crazy names you know mm-hmm. um so top number one the only one that i can remember is because it's the most famous of all time is the barrow gang um you know uh, bonnie and clyde their gang was good as far as mass murderers go even though they, they kind of killed some people that didn't deserve it. Um, yeah. But they seemed like they were having fun, you know, just two, two, two kids in love, you know. 
You know how you can get away with answering this question without naming a bunch of mass murderers and like people who sell drugs? Is you can okay, so you can name the Barrow Gang. That's number one, top right off the top. But they I did murder, them. right? They did murder. But they did murder people, yes. And then, you know, okay, all right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but aside um, from that, but then the 1970s classic movie, The Warriors. Yes. Uh, I will name the other four gang. My other four top four favorite gangs are. Obviously, the Warriors, mm-hmm. the Baseball Furies, because, man, <laughs> if you're going to wear baseball uniforms and hit people with bats, you got to have some flair. Yeah, th- um, I think, yeah, th- that one really stuck with me. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's three. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have an official name, but the chicks that they, like, they, uh, they call them the chicks. They're like, the chicks are strapped once they realize the chicks have guns. Okay, um, yeah. When they go to the apartment, you know. They're, they're called to the Lizzies. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense because, yeah, it's, it's, it's heavily implied, a couple things. They're the greatest because, you know, like, most most men deserve to get got. And, like, they they, they got a couple. Yeah. You know, they and, try to get the worst. Uh, and I'm looking at a picture of them, and the perms are just very good. Oh, so wild. There, it was like uh, it was like 100 Farrah Fawcett's in one apartment. <laughs> yeah, the Lizzies, man. And they use their feminine wiles to lure the warriors back to the apartment. Then they tried to, you know, try to get them, and they did their best. They did their best. Yeah. Okay. Who, who's who's your who? What rounds out your top five? Uh, me and my gang of friends, man. We're we're just we're just out here. We're Hell fun, yeah! You, know? you don't have a cool name though. Uh, well, Tom's <laughs> so, boys. <laughs> yeah, well, so that uh, you know, Michael um, Armstrong, Scotch maniac that he is. We're in a tiny little DM room with a couple of people, at, and it's called the Space Cases. So I guess you could call the my top. My last one, the space cases. Hell yeah! Shout out to the space <laughs> cases, woo woo, or whatever the space cases sound is that you make. Uh, that sounds good. Yeah, actually, or like an just... alien ship taking off. Or <laughs> yeah, in the vacuum of space, there is no sound, so there maybe wouldn't be a sound. Yeah, so it's like so. It's shout out to Michael at the big drink with a bunch of underscores. Shout out to Ditch Pony Molly Seven Ann, I think is her at. Yeah. Um, shout out to Sarah. Another one of my best friends, uh, at Girl Gnarly, and at F a bunch of underscores, Steph. F, yeah, Steph. Oh, F, Steph. Yeah. Oh, great. What a cool gang. Yeah. All right. Well, shout out to them, and thank you, Michael, for that great question. And, of course, the next question comes to us from Capricorny Caitlin at Capricorny Kate. Oh, God. And the question is, <laughs> Tom, what that mouth do? <laughs> A lot of fucking talking. A lot of yapping. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So lot thank of, you very much. <laughs> thank you very much for your question, Caitlin. And the next question comes to us from Saddington2 at Haley underscore HUD. And the question is When was the last time you cried? And how many coins can you fit in your hog? <laughs> First of all, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna dignify the second part with a fucking response because. Do you know what she's referencing? Have you ever seen this video? No. There is. Oh, a video. Is this, a, this is a reference. Okay, please. It's disgusting. Explain. And this is Kevaclism's fault. This is at Kevaclism's fault entirely because he's been sharing this video okay. of a man right. stuffing change in his foreskin. Got it. And they're calling it, you know, change hog or whatever. So the first time Haley brought this up with me. She asked me. She asked me this in a room, and I said, 
I thought she, I thought she was calling a piggy bank a change hog. I said, "Oh, you mean like a piggy uh, bank?" She's like, no, you never seen that video. I said, oh no, no you were so naive. <laughs> don't don't show me that video. I swear to God, I thought she was talking about a piggy bank. I was like, I don't know, I haven't had a piggy bank since I was a toddler. But anyway, so who knows? I don't have any foreskin, so I'm not shoving nothing up there. First of all, so um, the answer is zero. <laughs> and uh, but if, she, if we're talking piggy banks, hey, I don't know. Maybe fifteen dollars. I don't know. But what was the first part? Was the last time I cried? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, last time I cried was um, times a nail. Nine sixteen. Let's say five sixteen. Has feminist put up a thing about grandmas? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> she wanted you to like reply with pictures of your grandma being cool or whatever. So mine passed in September. Uh, so I put up mine and put a little heartfelt thing and <laughs> fucking balled over it for a little bit. Yeah. So that's it. All right. Well, yeah. Sorry about your grandma. That's, you know. All right. Well, thank you, Haley, for the the good question. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone, uh, and everyone, if you, if you want to see that video, I guess uh, send a DM to at Haley underscore HUD and she'll hook you up with that. No, link. no. Send one to Kevaclism. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. At Kevaclism. Get that man. Send them to him. For, for doing that to me. Uh, speaking of Kevaclism, the question from Kevin is, what's lower than dogs? Now, this is another reference. So Kevin and I are buddies, obviously. And like I said, he thinks my accent's hilarious. So I told him a story once. Uh, the, my un- I was named for my great uncle, my great uncle Tom. What's called? He, uh, he was kind of a nut. Like He's kind of like uh, sort of like a wild man around town. There are, like, stories about him, uh, you know, busting up the bar with a sledgehammer and shit because he couldn't get a drink there anymore. <laughs> you know, okay, I get it. Stuff like that. Yeah, shooting at the bartender's feet, making him dance and things like that. So, like, he had a sign in his house that he stole from, like, um, the local, uh, I guess, supermarket or something. It was, like, it was an old-timey sign from the Depression that said, no blacks, no dogs, no Irish. So, you know, we're Irish despite my last name. So he, uh, <laughs> he used to, th- it, Kevin's m- like making a joke about my dad who <laughs> he had, we had the sign uh, after uncle Tom died. It was in his stuff. But I don't have it now, but um, so he had the sign and he looked at me. I was a little boy. <laughs> he said, uh, Tommy, we're lower than dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like real heartfelt like that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was like people really ordered us in that in that order. Yeah, yeah. So you know, that's what he's talking about. He's Yeesh. talking about us. Yeah. Well, yeah, great inside <laughs> reference, and thank you for sharing that with us. And yeah. uh, um, shout out to Uncle Tom, I guess. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's normally a bad thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It depends how you use it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay, well, all right, so we got funny questions coming up. These questions made me laugh, actually, <laughs> out loud when I read them. So shout out to Hee at Comrade Twitty. And the first question is, Tom, if you had a pool and you could only afford a slide <laughs> or a diving board, what would you go with? That's, uh, that's tough, man, because you got to think about it like this, right? What's more fun? The slide. But... You ever get your ass cheeks caught on a slide, dog? Oh, yeah. It's not fun. You get that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then also, you're not impressing anyone going down on a slide. I'm a 34-year-old man. You want to see a, 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 a six-foot-tall 34-year-old man 
sliding down a slide? I don't think so. You know, if, if you got, if you're at a party with your, your boys and you all drinking Twisted Teas, Mike's Hearts, you know, it, that's fine. You can go down a slide and you, no judgment, whatever. But you got some, some ladies there. You're not going down a slide, dog. You, you want to do a backflip off that diving board. You want to do a nice dive that makes no splash. Full come pike. Up, yeah, come up, have a chick hand you a fucking a white wine spritzer. I was, you know. I was thinking lime marita, but yeah. Like, yeah, but like lime maybe, but, you know, you know a mojito. You have a Cuban have a Cuban girl there just mm-hmm. handing out mojitos. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'd be cool. Yeah, hey, you come yeah. out like... Hey, for the Brazilians. The key is, like, coming out of the pool all cool and, like, it slicks your hair back as you come out. Yes, thing, yes, yes. Right? On some Phoebe Cates shit. Yes, Phoebe Cates, and you do, like, a one hair whip thing, then you're just, you're yeah. just perfect. You look at you look at the chick like, you know how cute I always thought you were. And then she <laughs> hands you a caipirinha. <laughs> Well, that's a good answer. It's really well thought out, and the answer, of course, is diving board. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's my answer, too. Diving board, Mm -hmm. final answer. Hell yeah. All right, next question. Let's go. Tom, what's your favorite household object to use as a hammer when you don't have a hammer? (laughs) I got really big hands, man. My fists. That's the, that's the most cl- closely related household object you got because you never don't you never don't have them unless you don't have them. You know what I mean? I guess that's it's true. Not like you have to go looking for them. And you just you generally call your fists the hammers, or do you call them something else? No, well, you got to name them. Some know? people have cool names, right? Yeah, no, you got to name them. Like, um, you know, I'm left-handed, so you know, lefty's my dominant one. So mm-hmm. I, you know, you got to call him Mjolnir if you're going <laughs> to use him as a hammer. Okay, got it. You know, and then the right one. Eh, you know, that's that's Percy. Percy, he's the yeah. one. Yeah, he's all business. He's, yeah, he's like he's the, the dude that does the talking. You know, he does the handshakes. Like I'm strong. I got a strong right hand for business related handshakes. But that's it. I'm not punching nothing with it. Yeah. So that goes back to your part nice guy, but then don't mess with Mjolnir if if bad guy's out. Yeah. Bad yeah, boy. All right. Well, great answer. And the final and most hilarious question asked by at Comrade Twitty is. Tom, do you think you could beat a crab in one-on-one combat? The particular crab you gotta fight is the size of a coyote and mad at you for personal reasons. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) Let's all take a moment and just enjoy that question. Probably one of the funniest questions asked on the podcast. So shout out to that uh, question. And what a question it is. I I told you, man. Funniest, Funniest man on Twitter. You know, we, we've got a lot of funny women on Twitter. I think they're funnier than us, but we've got one man, and it's him. And <laughs> he is fucking so funny and so underrated, man. Like, just the way his brain works just kills me. Yeah, just the, just the way, like, and like, like the, the personal reasons part, like, <laughs> makes me laugh so hard. I want to know what these reasons are. <laughs> like, yeah, what I do to him. <laughs> yeah, no, man. I If you're mad at me for personal reasons, see, I always said this. I'm going to take this a little sideways, if you don't mind. So I've always said, like, when the person who kills me kills me, because I know I will be taken out of this world by somebody. It's either going to be me or someone who hates me, and it better be someone who hates me, and it better be a decent reason. Hmm. It better not be some random thing. You know what I mean? I better not, like, fall off a bridge. I'm either jumping or getting pushed. Okay. So if, for personal reasons, oh, man, if those personal reasons are strong enough, I hope he kills me. <laughs> because, because if I deserve it, I deserve it. Everyone's got their time to go. I don't plan to make it much longer. You know, if it's yeah. going to be a coyote-sized crab, hell yeah, snap me in half, daddy. That's a good way to go. 
probably be like um, turn into some weird like viral image. No, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd be on Rotten.com. Is yeah. that still a thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, you think it's real? That's a huge crab. Oh my god, that crab is fucking big, dude. You think you really got Yucky Tom? It's Photoshop for sure. Although yeah. we no one's heard from Yucky Tom since this photo yeah. surfaced. Old boy Yucky Tom was talking about how he, he was he was naming his fists after Thor's hammer and now he's got got by a crab that's the size of a coyote. <laughs> crab dips you in butter or some shit, just as mm-hmm. revenge. Well that's another thing. You kill me, you better eat me. <laughs> you better drag my body into Walmart. Get yeah. greeted properly, and then... Yeah, put some mayonnaise under my legs, put some helmets under my legs, get those for free, drag me <laughs> out of there. Weekend at Bernie's me for a little bit. Let, give, me my lo- give me my loved ones for a minute to Weekend at Bernie's me, get some free shit out of it, and then you can have me back, but you gotta eat me. That's a great, that's a great plan. And yeah, no one thinks about how fun it is for Bernie. Like, he's, you know, a little bit, little bit of up. life after death. Dude, Weekend at Bernie's too. Woo. The dancing one? That's a dancing one, right? Woo. I, I the yeah. One, where he's in the Caribbean, yeah. Yeah. That's the one where he's, he's shaking his ass a little bit. The voodoo, he, he gets uh, resurrected by voodoo magic. Uh, I just remember yes. the, the scene in the bathroom where they're like performing the voodoo ceremony. To, and they, oh they think God. it's not working, but he keeps dancing. It's uh-huh. a dance thing. You guys, you got to see this. If you haven't heard about it, Weekend at Bernie's too. Dive right so in. Don't even worry one. about Weekend at Bernie's. Just dive right Just one. Yeah, just dive right in. This is some good 80s shit. Just the way Andrew McCarthy says, Richard, in, in the movie, man. <laughs> you, know, you, you gotta see it just for that. Uh, you gotta see it. And I, I identified with Richard. I was like, well, we're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> like the whole time. Yeah. Like, they're, gonna, they're gonna get caught. But the, uh, We, we would have been great what? partners, man. You could have been Richard. I could have been whatever Andrew McCarthy's name is. So good. Larry. Larry, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much to at Comrade Twitty. Uh, definitely be following him. Follow him. Everyone follow that man. <clears throat> All right, we still got some more questions. Let's keep on going. And the question comes to us from at Part-Time Winner. Jakey Wakey asks, is that Bay tattoo real? Now, I should say, I should come out, I should come clean here. I posted a picture of Tom for this question call, and I I added an emoji, Bay, <laughs> Bay Heart arrow with uh, through the heart tattoo onto his arm it's i'll not, tell you what yeah <laughs> i'm not above getting it i'll do it <laughs> just to, a just a retcon right? the just a retcon the image to make it worth for it make it real yeah uh, uh, i mean the sunglasses weren't real either i have them tattooed on my eyes <laughs> yeah um, I, I thought you looked i mean you look good either way but i thought the sunglasses really sold how cool you are <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I got a I got a tattoo of a shy guy from Mario Brothers too, the most shittiest Mario Brothers game there ever was. So I don't care, I'll tattoo whatever. Damn, <laughs> that's our I, I got a tattoo on my leg of a panther wearing sunglasses with the sunset in his mouth. You know, I'm, I'm a Ooh, wild dude. That's cool. I'll just, I'll just do whatever. What else? <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably the craziest one. That's the, that's my party animal. That's your go-to. Uh, uh, I have a tattoo of this. <laughs> But if you've seen that big red bird on my arm, that's that's a Liverpool tattoo. I, I'm not above getting sports team tattoos. Oh, wow. There you go. So, you're yeah, you're in it. You're in it yeah. with the, tat- the tattoo game. It. What's next on the list? I like to ask if you got another one lined up. What is next on the list? I would like, you know, like, I would like either your at uh, for doing this, for having me on here, <laughs> uh, or a street map of the city of Baltimore because uh, it's my favorite place on the planet. Um, Baltimore? 
I love Baltimore. Hold dude. up. I, I, what? <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you, man. I this is one of now. the very few like cities in the States that I've been to. And I rank it the very bottom of all the cities of the States that I've been to. <laughs> you have not been to the right places then. I, that's true. <laughs> and it was in, I was in grade nine or something. It was like, I was ah, very, yeah, no, I was, you gotta you know, go drink there, I was on a you field gotta, trip. You gotta be an adult. <laughs> I was, <laughs> yeah. No, I, but, but for realsies, I, I would probably like, like I, like I said, I have the Panther on my calf wearing sunglasses. I'd like a wolf on the other calf. You ever see those old traditional style tattoos where it's like the wolf with his mouth open. He's got the dagger through his fucking head. Oh, oh yeah, one of those. Yeah. yeah. Badass. That would be badass. <laughs> All right. Well, looking forward to it. The next time you get yeah. that badass feeling that you need to get another tattoo. Yeah. I'll, I'll show you as soon as I get it. Hell yeah. Well, maybe after it heals <laughs> a little bit. I don't like it looking right after. <laughs> it's all gross and bloody. <laughs> would you believe it? We got another question from Haley <laughs> underscore HUD. I didn't even oh, notice. Uh, okay, and this might need some explanation. If you were a co-star notification, what would it be and why? Now, I see screenshots of this app, CoStar, but I have no idea what it is, so please. Uh, so it's a it's a it's um, like an astrology app uh, that like reads your chart and everything, gives you like advice during like every day and all okay. that. Okay. But mostly it's horse shit. Yeah. And like they like one time it gave me a notification that taught me about trees. Like I don't know shit about trees. Like I'm an American man. I know about trees. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I know who Paul Bunyan is. I, I've chopped a tree down. But so you I've know about the tree's greatest enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, no, but honestly, it's just like it's it's a astrology app. Okay, got so it. it gives you a little but it gives you a little advice. You know, like, hey, don't fuck your friend's wife today and shit like that. Right, like, yeah, <laughs> general little astrology tips and uh, and sayings yeah. or whatever. Like, like you know, uh, your moon is in um, blah, 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 you know, so don't, you know, don't get got today. Don't get shot. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, stuff like that. But it's usually pretty simple. It's usually like one or two sentences. So okay. let's say. So if you were one. If I was one. Or if you were writing be, one, yeah. Yeah, well, no, let's say if I were one, right? Let's That's your whole life. I want to go I want to go with my house motto. I want to say, take everything you can from this world because this world will take everything from you. Ooh. I say that every chance I get. If we were doing... Do you want a funny if, one now? <laughs> well, if, we still did, if we still did quotes at the top of the show, that would have been a great one. <laughs> you want a funny one? Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, real. I want to I wanna <laughs> give, give us all. Oh, I can't think of one now. <laughs> Haley's <laughs> waiting. Haley, come on. Uh, don't put coins in your hog. <laughs> That's a good one. That's just general good advice. Yeah, yeah. No like, matter do what that. Haley says. <laughs> yeah, Haley and Kevin conspiring to make men put coins in their hog. <laughs> uh well, thank you very much for your other question, Haley. And next question comes to us from the obscure gent himself, James oh, Alvarez. Shit. And his question is, what is the legal height to tease your hair in New Jersey? And also, can you demonstrate picking up change for the listeners and all of the hardcore dancers out there? <laughs> well, first of all, this man has his own podcast, or several. I don't know at this point. He has an so empire. We've talked right. about this on, the, on other so episodes. Know, this is an audio medium. How am I supposed to demonstrate anything? You just hear me getting sweaty. Right. 
Yeah, let's yeah. just close our eyes. Everyone close your eyes. <laughs> close and imagine. Your eyes, me. Yeah, Tom, you do the audio of you bending over and picking up change. All right, I'm just going to describe it. You picture me. It's me, old Tom. I'm at the show. Let's say uh, we're at the Stone Pony. Uh, who, who's a good uh, artist to pick up change to? Let's say, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's say every time I die. So you're at you're at the every time I die show. I clear out the pit. I fucking push you all back into a circle. <laughs> I get right I get right in the middle, right? And I just fucking bend over at the waist. So now you know my khaki shorts are right in your face. Now taut. Yeah, taut. Yeah, tight. Yeah. No, I'm wearing. Them. They're from J Crew, so they're tight. You know, they probably got. They're probably pink, and they probably got turtles all over them, little little images. So now I'm bent over at the waist. I got one hand on the floor, one fist in the air, you know, back behind me. Oh wow! And I'm doing that. I'm alternating that. I'm picking up change. It, you know, you, you're picking up change. <laughs> There's you know, a lot of change. Play. If you've ever been to a show with a pit, if you wait change, after, man. you can pick up a bunch of change. Yeah, yeah. As long as the fucking beat is like a chug chug beat, you can do it. <laughs> Uh, well, thank oh, you, man. thank you. I, did you pick it up? Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> Great visualization of that. Uh, and shout out to James and the Obscure Gent. Uh, follow them; they're really good. They got yeah, cool comics in the back. Another good couple of dudes. <laughs> yeah, real Great good guys. dudes. Um, yeah, they they do a lot of cool stuff, including a lot of charity that charity stuff. A lot of cool stuff. Charity stuff, cool stuff, cool contests. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Tom. We have made it over the mountain of questions to the final question. But before we get to it, I would like to take a moment and do a very special segment about Morgan and Tom at House underscore Feminists. And Tom, I think we've talked about this a little bit, but I've picked up a couple tweets uh, that you have tweeted to her. And I think they're very nice. So you've tweeted House Feminist paint a fake railroad tunnel on the side of a cliff that I figure out is a trick just before I bonk my noggin, but a very real locomotive emerges and decimates me anyway. <laughs> That's just a classic Tom reply. Um, I got another one here that says, House Feminist beat me about the legs and torso with a club carved from an ancient oak tree, then put me in a time machine stolen from the Area 51 raid and dropped me off in the Mesozoic period. Feed me to an Allosaurus because being this hot should be illegal and I can't go on. <laughs> uh, and uh, just one more here. Uh, hello, can you just tie each of my limbs to four separate horses facing four separate directions and fire a starter pistol to spook them and cut me down, fold me up end over end in an alternating pattern and play me like an accordion, please? <laughs> You got to throw the please in there. House feminists punch me in both my ass cheeks until they're flat against my body, and the next time I go down a water slide, I just shoot off into oblivion and freeze to death in the vacuum of space. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, house feminist is hot. 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 The hottest. Official. <laughs> We've heard it here. <laughs> Shout out to Morgan, uh, house underscore feminist, one of the best. And speaking of, here's her questions. The first question. What? animal would you be if your spirit was taken from your body and placed in a creature <laughs> all right so now her and i have discussed this and i'll tell you what i said and i'll tell you what she said um i said that i would like it to be a wolf i, I identify with the wolf uh we're both from north america we both have uh sizable canines you know family's very important to both of us um, I love my family. They love theirs. I am, you know, strong, 
uh, popular handsome jock, so I identify with the alpha of of the pack a lot. My hair is going gray, you know. So cool. You know, they're they're gray, you know. After, you know the gray wolf and yeah, like salt and, and pepper. <laughs> and yeah, and then um, then she said a slow loris. So <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what a slow loris is, it is basically a little lemur uh, with massive eyes and ears. Um, I don't have big eyes, but I do have big ears. I, I guess she just sort of feels that energy off me. Uh, uh, I am sort of nocturnal. Uh, <laughs> just, despite working all hours of the day and the night, I do I do operate sort of nocturnally and am not great in the morning. Also, I'm super cute, you know, if you really look at me. Uh, I'm not small, but um, I guess maybe I, I portray like a, a cute small energy. You know, I exude, I, I'm not sure. I get but, it. Yeah, that's a lot. So I, that's a lot in common. Yeah, I'd like to say I'm halfway between those. You know, like you know, I'd like to think I'm a wolf, but you know, other people may not. So you might be a slow loris, but you also might be a wolf. I might be, but also, if you need to see a slow loris without googling, you can go to at Yucky Tom um, <laughs> on, on Twitter, and my uh, banner is a slow loris, looking a little surprised that uh, him and I have been compared to each other. <laughs> well, that's very nice, slow loris. Shout out to slow lorises if you're listening. Shout out to them everywhere. Living in the jungle's brush. I love that. I love that for them. All right. (laughs) And uh, the next question, of course, is if you could channel an iconic celebrity's energy, whose would it be? All right. Listen, this is going to be, yeah, I'm going to try to do this as quick as possible. I'm going to give percentages and it's not going to equal 100%. I want you to know that right now. Okay. Because because the energy of these women is too strong. It it might be a man in there. I, I, I don't remember. All right, so thirty uh, percent Dolly Parton, thirty percent share. So that's sixty. Let's mm-hmm. say uh, forty to go. Okay, so twenty-five King Arthur. Uh, Eighty-five Arthur, Arthur Eld. You know, uh, let's say um, who else? Uh, Brittany, Brittany, bitch. Um, let's say twelve with her. Okay, uh, I think we're at ninety-seven. Okay, yeah, it's going to be, uh, Steven, it's not, there's, there's not 3% left. There's a lot left. Um, so, yeah, 1% of. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, Brittany Bitch. Who else? Who else is a good one that I that I feel like I exude? Oh, man. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll condense it. I'll throw it down to one more. I, um, just a timeless. Uh, oh, man. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to leave 3% blank? What the hell? Three percent. Uh, oh, three percent Eddie from Frasier. Oh, Let's perfect. One hundred percent. Three percent Eddie from Frasier. His real name was Moose, and he was a thick ass boy. Hell yeah, I get. Uh, I definitely get that vibe. I get a Moose vibe off of you. Uh, for sure. I have a big thick neck. Like at least three percent. All right, we got two more questions. The final two questions of this great episode that we've had, and they both come from our good friend Morgan at House underscore Feminist. If we haven't said enough good things about her. One more thing is she's great. She's hilarious. Um, and the next question is, can you describe how you feel turning back to face your friends after bowling? Like God, like Jesus Christ himself. Oh, I, it's I, good. I, <laughs> I, I was wondering if it was bad. So you're good at bowling. You're a natural athlete. No, no. I, um, well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a natural athlete, smart jock. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I'm okay at bowling, but... When some when I do something right in bowling, man, that alley is gonna feel it. I've, <laughs> I've got the fist, 
up in the air near my fit near my face. Have you ever seen this? Have you ever seen what she's talking about? The no. video of me oh, doing, no. my, doing my bowling face? No. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know this was in reference to something specific. Everything's always in reference know, to something. I know, I so. know, but you got to explain it to old Steve before he <laughs> figures it so, out. So you throw your hand up, right? Just in a fist, but like straight in front of you, like you drug free. Got it. You know, like 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 the straight edge, the old straight edge fist pump. It's like, yeah. Now you pull it back, you stick your tongue out at the same time, like, uh you feel like Jesus Christ himself walking on water. Yeah, it's there's almost no, like... There's no better feeling. There's no better feeling. I don't want to hear anyone talking about, like, sex or, like, you know, like, eating your favorite meal or anything like that. Getting a strike in bowling and turning around to your friends when you're not good at bowling and looking at your friends with your tongue out, man. <laughs> it's it's like you're the Beatles releasing whatever their top song was. I don't know them. It's like if the know? world forgot who the Beatles were and you were the one who remembered yes. and then you sang a Beatles song to somebody. If, if I was the handsome... <laughs> Indian British man who reminded the world who the Beatles were, who reminded old white people who the who Beatles their favorite were. band was. Yes. Like, oh, oh, okay. No, All right. It's it. I haven't seen the movie, but what happens to the mop tops? That whole part just gets thrown out. Like it's just True. the songs. There's no mop tops. Right. Where is the uh, where's the outrage? Where where's is the, um where's, where's the, Ferris Bueller sh- singing? Shout yes. uh, at the Chicago uh, parade or whatever. The where's, parade. where's the guys running from a mob of fanaticized fans? Yeah, and then like hiding, sitting on a bench with newspapers in front of them. That that was the whole. That they made that. They invented that. Yeah, right. That was and I and I. You know, I'm not. I, I, I don't have a strong opinion on the Beatles. I like their poppier stuff better. I like their dumb bullshit stuff. Like I want to hold your hand in eight days a week. I like that yeah, stuff yeah, better yeah. than like when they got weird. But like. Sitting on a bench with a newspaper in front of you with a gaggle of reply girls chasing you, I embody that. Like, I, <laughs> I feel that. Like, I, they're like, oh, my God, is that at Yucky Tom? It's and I have move. to go to these parks with big sunglasses on and, like, a trench coat and a, and a fedora. You know, Gigantic I can't be seen. Newspaper. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So with the Beatles that never done that, like, what would I do? Would I have known to do that? I could be killed. See, that's yeah. that's one thing that I hope that they do address in the movie, which I haven't seen again, but I hope that they do specifically address this uh, one specific thing. All right. Now, we've had a great time. We've had a lot of laughs. Uh, and now we get to the final question submitted via the platform Twitter to at FOTSpod. Thank you to everyone who sent in a question. This might have been, I mean, this is right up there with the most questions. So shout out to you, Tom, for being so very lovable uh, and friendly online and eliciting so much love and questions from the from the people. So thank you for being on the podcast. And what is your answer to this question posed by Morgan? Where did you learn to throw a hatchet? <laughs> about five seconds before I threw that hatchet. You know what she's talking about? It no, did you guys go axe throwing? I, yeah, I went to some, you know, me and my family went to, um, we got drunk at this, like, hatchet place that's big here now. Mm-hmm. You, like, you like, throw a hatchet. Yeah, and, we like, call it like, axe like, throwing. It's big, okay. here. it's big here, too. I guess it's all Okay, big. okay. So, yeah, so you just go, you drink a bunch of Coors Light, you know, out of a bucket, mm-hmm. and then and then you just whip a bunch of axes at each other and, like, you know, or, I mean, at Target. Mm, yeah, uh, that part wasn't right. <laughs> yeah, no, no, my bad. I, like I said, I, Steve and I have been drinking. You know, I, we've been over how I'm just. Natural. Natural, like a natural athlete. Just my left arm is just—I could throw a Panzer tank, I think, with just that arm <laughs> over a mountain. So, like, are you left-handed? Are we just getting to this? You're throwing? No, a- you know, we talked about this before with my with Mjolnir and Percy. Oh yeah, Mjolnir's the powerful one. 
Right, right, right. So yeah, so now there there is a video online. Now the caption is a joke, uh, but it but it is it rings true too. You know, I will protect the people I love with a hatchet <laughs> if I have to. Right. You know, and uh, you know I'll hit the bullseye every time because I am, you know, I'm just I'm just that dude. Honestly, I. Yeah, I'm 150% that guy. Tom, you are 150% that guy, <laughs> and I want to thank you for being that guy on the podcast today. Such a great chat, such a great podcast. I had so much fun. Uh, yeah, I'm sweating a bunch. That means it's a good. That means it was a good show. <laughs> <laughs> Me <laughs> so too, <I'm> really man. <laughs> sweaty. So that's how you know you podcasted. Uh, it, uh, it was fun to podcast. So um, thank you again for coming on. And thanks uh, for having me, Doug. All right, my man. So uh, <laughs> I guess we end it and we say our goodbyes as I play the podcast theme. Uh, so have a great night. Enjoy the rest of your Tullamore Dew. Thank you. And Thanks I'll, a lot, man. I'll see you online. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. And have uh, time. Yeah, it was a great time. And uh, <laughs> we'll catch you out there at Yucky Tom. <laughs> well, that's it. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Tom. Now do follow at Yucky Tom on Twitter for fun stuff mixed in with realness. Now if you like, you can also follow at FOTS Pod on Twitter and get notified about the latest episodes, new posts, and when to send questions to the show. Now I have been on Twitter since 2012 and continue to do so at Skinner Steven. Now if you want more friends of the show... Head on over to www.stevenwskinner.com for all the old episodes or check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave a rating and review. Five stars. Thanks to Ruby Coast for the music. Thanks to Kyle I. Davidson for the theme. And thank you so very much for listening. Send me a message. I'm Stephen W. Skinner. Have a great one. <laughs>